Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode 138 of Comic Book Queers colon Legacy. I am your host, Brett, and I am joined by Evil Jeff. Evil Jeff, I have a question for you. What? Should we just change the name of this show to Comic Book Queers colon? <laughs> sure, I love it. Yeah, because okay. you know, that makes it even gayer. Because what's gayer than gays talking about their colon health? <laughs> Seriously. Uh, we have a lot to talk about right now. There's more action going on on this show than there is in Fire Island right now. Oh, God. Um, did you see those pictures? I did. I did. Yeah. Gays don't I'm, give uh, a fuck. Nope. Because there's the crushing loneliness of being single. And the crushing horniness of sex addiction. Sex. Yeah. I do feel it's sex addiction. I'm telling you, people have come out of the yeah. woodworks trying to hit me up. And I'm just like, no, leave me alone. <laughs> the sex addiction, addiction is a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. I had someone from over four years ago hit me up. I was like, hey, remember me? I was like, yeah. He's like, what are you doing tonight? You horny? <laughs> and I'm like, ah. this motherfucker has been scrolling back. You are down through your his fuck list. of people being like, nope, there's a pandemic. Nope, there's a pandemic. Until he's four years back. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, Number 138, <laughs> Jeff McCubbin. <laughs> it is so sad. People, people, I think there's a thing where people just. It's they get they get their dick. It's getting dickmatized. And I think it's very similar to like the AIDS AIDS pandemic where you get so horny and then you're like, "Ah, I'm sure this guy's okay. I'm not going to use a condom like that thought in your head. Oh, absolutely. It's where people are like, oh, I'm sure he doesn't have Corona. I'm sure he's fine. 80 percent horniness, 20 percent FOMO leading to being like, fuck it. I'm just going to go drinking leading to being like, fuck it. I'm just going to be worse oh yeah there was a new announcement or i can't Summer. remember I, I can't remember if some politician that it was just like oh when people are bars need to stay closed because when people are drunk you can't social distance and you're like what did they you just figure that out uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, bars are literally people yelling in each other's faces know, just like right? <laughs> spraying viral loads in each other's faces <laughs> Ugh, i can't even talk to people anymore i'm so grossed out yeah Ugh. But so we're just stuck at home. Like, we're stuck at home watching a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Reading a bunch of stuff. I'm putting air quotes, celebrating Fourth of July, although I'm not feeling very patriotic at the moment. No, we're going to talk about something later that we very much should be talking about on this, 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 (laughs) and every Fourth of July, but especially this Fourth of July. We're going to dive into the story of Isaiah Bradley in a little bit. Black Captain America. But part of me does feel like I think maybe we should replace 4th of July just with Juneteenth. And that should be the official 4th of July. Because why should we celebrate when that all it did was free white men and still slaves were considered, what was it, three-fourths of, what what was the percentage of a human being? Three-fifths. Three-fifths of a human being. Why are we celebrating that? It also just really makes me really confront 
um, how much I just let glaze over. <laughs> Our tainted past was just so okay. It was just yeah, like, and I just oh, feel so awful. oh, we owned yeah, people, like, uh, and then we fixed it. Oh my oh, okay, god, yeah. <laughs> so naive. Yeah, so naive. Yeah. We're still we're still owning people. We still fucking own people. Don't even get me started <laughs> on how. The whole reason black men are sent to prison for marijuana is because prison labor runs the country. Like, yeah. Or at least several successful corporations. Uh-huh. Like, it's just so everything. Yeah. Comic so books. If, so if you are a uh, conservative Trump supporting the listeners of the show, you probably have turned off. And fuck off if you are then go fuck riddance. yourself what's we wrong say with you good riddance fuck and go off. kill yourself <laughs> um but uh since we are at home and uh other people are at home people are getting bored and so what do people do when they when they get bored they do fan fiction masturbate right oh, so let's what? get to today's hot <laughs> that i'm sure that too um, so let's do some hot topics. What do you say? What do you got to say? Hot, hot topics. topics. Okay. Uh, fellow fan and podcaster Anthony Lowbridge Ellis sent us. He's like, hey, did you see this? It is a full 20-minute short film of Gambit called Gambit Play for Keeps. I had no idea it was twenty minutes. The link he sent me was a two-minute trailer, and I was like, "Oh, I thought that was <laughs> I thought that was it." I was no, like, "Oh, that's cool." No, it's some guy named Nick. It's like a whole thing. His name's Nick Bateman. He has his own channel. Is he the actor who plays Gambit? He's the actor that plays Gambit, and um, very, very attractive. Very attractive. Very, very attractive, and he as is Gambit. Well, yeah, Gambit's supposed to be hot. He's supposed to be, you know, the ladies fall for him. I think all right, so really quick, really quick, really quick. Anyone X Man, you can you can turn them real and have sex with them, who would it be? Oh shit. Oh my god. What How have I... we never had this conversation? What I mean, I'm trying to think like um Ooh. <sighs> See, I don't want to do Cyclops because I want to look somebody in the eyes. Ooh. Mm. Um, Logan, no, the metal body. Man, Colossus, yeah. that could be really fun. Colossus? Yeah. I mean, if you're going to go for it, go for a big, like, huge, yeah. roided out right? muscle man. Right. But then yes. at the same time, but then if you want to go for a mutant, go for something you could never experience in real life. Maybe I should do Kurt Wagner. Maybe I should do Nightcrawler. Oh, take advantage of the opportunity. Yeah, yeah. of the tale. <laughs> But then I might meet him and be like, oh, you know what? The, the actual fuzz. blue fur is... Oh, I bet that would feel so good. Or, but then it could be like, you know what? It's not actually doing it for me. I just wasted this. But then also, <laughs> see, Iceman, he would be very cold. I, I would hate he would have... Can you imagine if Nightcrawler was like, why is taking you so long? You're like, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, at the same time... Oh, Angel, maybe. Oh, because he's supposed to be—he's like, supposed to be gorgeous. That's your combo of like super hot guy, but also, or, but like, also, long shot is supposed to be super hot. Yeah. Because oh. listen, I think mine's Remy. You would choose Gambit. See, yeah. my thing is that that Cajun accent is a little. I would just be picturing Adam Sandler doing Cajun Man. 
<laughs> and which also is something I always came to. So <laughs> there was a brief period of time where I would have fucked Adam Sandler. Oh, Adam Sandler was super hot in Remote Control. Remember that game show on yes! MTV? With and it was before he was famous. <laughs> was the girl before he was famous? He would come out as different characters, and I thought he was so hot. What was he was like Ken nineteen. Ober? Why do I remember Ken Olin? Ken uh, Ober? Ken, no, Ken Ober? No, no, no. Ober. Ober you're right. Ober. Yeah. And I Colin Farrell and Kari Wurr. Oh Kari Wurr and Colin. That's where Colin Farrell. That's where he started. Yeah. And he was great. That was such a good show. I've YouTube that show recently. Did it not? Does it not hold up? It totally holds up. Oh yeah. Oh, didn't like when the when the person lost, they would literally their chair would be pulled, fly backwards, would fly backwards the through the wall, and be like na 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 na, hey mm-hmm. hey hey, good. That show was cult. That show was a cultural reset. Yes, but it's also definitely for people that are Gen X because a millennial is like, oh, what are you talking about? Anyone right. under the age of such forty a Gen X has show. no idea what we're talking about. Because that's the thing here, uh, as as we're fellow olds, as we're middle aged people, you don't mm-hmm. understand, folks. We were alive when MTV started, so there was a thing where suddenly it was like, oh wait, there's this new channel that has a thing called music videos. You fucking millennials and Gen Zers just take that all for granted. Like, another name for Gen X is literally the MTV generation. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Gambit fan film. Anyway, the Gambit fan film comes. And here, we're just going to pause for a second. I'm just going to play just a little brief snippet so you can kind of hear what's going on. I'm going to put a little scene between um, uh, a character called Magic and Gambit. Shuns ain't going to cover a car that caught the back of a truck. <laughs> Where'd that bitch go now? Trying to keep up. My employer is hosting very private, very exclusive poker game. Poker? Oh, shit. Your boss will be pleased to know that you just stumbled upon the cram, the cram of poker players. And it just so happens that I have a little bit of burner money in my pocket. So if the stakes peak Remy's interest, I could be persuaded to attend. Such a pretty face. So, what you only said you saw the trailer, Brett? Yeah. Did you? But see I saw Magic. magic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh huh. She's bad. She plays a bad She's guy, like a which is villain like villain henchman. Which you know, I can I can totally see that. <laughs> sure. Um, but basically, the plot of this is Gambit is in the is like finishes a heist. And then uh, Magic appears through one of her portals and invites him to play this poker game. He gets um, transported to the poker game with Eric Roberts, who <laughs> Eric I, Rob- who I clearly has nothing to do. I was watching the trailer like, that's not Eric Roberts, right? Like, this is like no, literally yeah. X-Men fan fiction. <laughs> like, there's no way. It is. No, it is. Um, and so he... Uh, gets involved in this poker game and which the thing at stake is rogue is being captured and it's like they're playing for to use her or something the plot is not 
really what this is about. It's about the special effects, basically. Because then he realizes it's Rogue and that's his main lady. So then he kind of, you know, powers up the chips and then starts fighting everybody. And then he's able to free Rogue. And then Rogue starts fighting everybody. And basically, you know, they end up escaping with a bunch of money. Um, And so if you base this just on... Hey, I would love to see Rogue and Gambit and Magic together using fun. their X-Men mutant powers. Great. Super does fun. Rogue, does Rogue do any skin-to-skin stuff? Oh, yeah. She steals uh, Magic's power and starts using, oh, cool. and starts using her uh, teleportation. Ooh, is that how they get out? Yeah. Well, no. Well, that's how she ends up getting out of where she is and joins the fight. Um, because okay. she kind of breaks free and then magic comes and starts fighting her. I saw that part. Like Gambit throws a card through magic's portal yes. and frees Rogue. And frees yeah. her, but then magic's fighting her. But then she takes magic's uh, power and then she ports to where they are and starts battling everybody. And they kill everyone. This is the other thing. This is hard R. This is like Deadpool rules. Like they're murdering. They're straight up. Yeah, no, huh? X-Men don't kill. There's the, And it is weird seeing... The X-Men don't kill. It's weird seeing Rogue brutally murder people. <laughs> yeah, Rogue's like one of those heart of the X-Men X-Men. Yeah, and just seeing her brutally murdering people, I'm just like, this isn't right. <laughs> That's why AOA Nightcrawler was so chilling. It was like, oh, Kurt. Yeah, it's something where it doesn't feel right. That was the one thing's like, and it's not necessarily I didn't like it, but it was like, oh, like there was something weird about watching Rogue kill people indiscriminately like killing these soldiers and but i will say it did lead to things that you wouldn't think about how they would use their powers because they don't kill people there's one scene i don't know if this was in the trailer that you saw where gambit just grabs a soldier by his helmet and charges it and he's like ah and he runs and then Ah. the helmet blows his head off Ah. so there's things like oh that's he should do that more (laughs) like if you're in a pickle you should be doing that more yeah um but in the end, Eric Roberts escapes in his car and she and he's like, Shelly, do you have any uh, do, do you have any juice left? And she's like, sure, do sugar. And she ports into the car with Eric Roberts and just touches him and he passes out and then she ports out and then he just comes to right as he's careening off a bridge and then dying. What? Just like his career. <laughs> so I will say for special effects wise, it's um, it's really cool and really fun. Um, accent wise, they chose a Southern, <laughs> a Russian and Cajun. So everyone had fun accents. If you're looking for an actually good story, character development, stakes, then, you know, no. X-Men the Animated Series is for you. Yes. And I will say that's the problem, I think. I don't know if you've seen like Corridor Crew. There's a lot of these YouTube channels that are just, they have the best VFX people. But when you have VFX people writing the scripts, you basically have shows and and things that are beautifully, beautiful effects. But the stories are just your typical hackneyed. Yeah, they're they're all just connective tissue to the effects moment. Exactly. And so this is what that felt like. It was like, look at all these amazing effects, which is fun. But, you know, whether that makes it a good story. Would I want to watch a TV show of that? Mm, you better hire a good writer before I say yes to that. So that's my review. Okay. Ooh. Womp. 
I give it three sugars. <laughs> three sugar cubes. <laughs> what did you think, um, Brad, from what little you saw? I recommend I mean, it was fine. Thing. Yeah, it was cool. I, you know, my only thing was uh, Rogue, when she when her, when her his cards came fly, flying through Magic's portal and broke Rogue free, Rogue goes, Gambit. And I was like, oh, she would say Remy. That's true. You're like, fuck this, I'm turning it off. <laughs> fuck it, she called him Gambit, I'm done. <laughs> um, speaking of those horny cats, ooh, they got me horny. Ooh, ooh, do you know what I want? Do you want some X? Yeah. Hit it. I want your X. Come on. Yeah. So here's what led us to what we're going to talk about next. I was thinking about 4th of July and I was like, you know what I want to read on this 4th of July? I want to read that Robert Morales, Kyle Baker series from 2003. I never read about Isaiah Bradley, the black Captain America. Yes. That's what I want to read. And so I read it and you're reading it. And that opened up the whole world of, oh, yeah, this guy was part of the Weapon Plus program. And, oh, yeah, that program, I mean, that's a deep, that's a deep and broad program. And there's a lot to talk about in there. Yes. So that's right. Today in our deep dive, since there are no X-Book comics, we're going to take a deep look at the Weapon Plus program from Weapon Zero to Weapon, what are they at now? 16. Weapons, 16. Sweet 16. Arguably infinity, actually. Well, true. But Weapon 16, which is about um, teenage girls. It's prom girls, which they've incorporated into the Weapon X program. That would be great. It's wild, feral prom girls. (laughs) Um, How do you want to start this? Do you want to start with uh, the truth book, the... The Isaiah well, book? Uh, yeah, or do you want to start with Zero and then get to that when we get to his? Let's start with Zero. Okay. Yeah. All right. So Weapon Zero. Um. <clears throat> oh, wait. Let's back up even more. So we knew Wolverine, Logan, as Weapon X. He was part of the Weapon X program. He was called Weapon X. There was other characters like Sabretooth, Silver Fox, Maverick, Deadpool, X-23, connected to the Weapon X program, um, just trying to uh, create a weapon uh, uh, to you know, kill all mutants, it turns out. And then Grant Morrison comes along and creates a character called Phantom X, who is like, no, 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 you're not well, Weapon X, you're Weapon 10. You're the 10th weapon. Yeah, Jonathan in the Hickman, you're not the first one to think of, of switching that up. <laughs> so the Weapon Plus program was introduced by Grant Morrison. Um, and so, of course, that begged the question, who are the other weapons? And the lovely thing is, is there's been so much government experimentation. It was very easy to retcon a so lot of things. established characters of being like, oh, you were a weapon. You were, you're a weapon. You were a weapon. You're a weapon. You're a weapon and you are a weapon and you get a number. Which leads us to Weapon Zero, which is someone called John Steele. Am I correct? Yeah, he's kind of like a prelude. Yeah. 
And then once again, this is like being deal. That's the thing with Weapon X. You're dealing with this idea of of experimenting on people um, against their will. And when you experiment on people against their will, who are you going to experiment on? It means you're going to experiment on people that you feel are less than you. Criminals, the weak. crazy people, the weak, or if you're racist, minorities. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are the so that's this first one. It looks like it's 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 this is like a German thing, right? So actually, and they talk about this in truth, uh, in the Isaiah Bradley story, before the super soldier program, Project Rebirth. All the scientists in the in the on the planet were united in trying to create a superhuman man. So you had America, Britain, Germany, Russia, all uh, collaborating together. Yeah, and the result was this guy John Steele, aka American Soldier. And then where did who he was a golden age character, right? So so yeah, so this is like an old 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 character, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so not much to say there. Let's move on to weapon. One. <laughs> so weapon. So weapon one, one. Probably the I'd say other than Wolverine, this is the most famous weapon. Probably the most famous guy. And that's Steve is Rogers. Steve Rogers, Captain it's America. It's Captain America himself. Project Rebirth is one of the projects in the Weapon Plus program. Steve Rogers, we've all seen that movie. Yes. We know what happens. Yes. Yeah, um, so we got Captain what, America. But what, now what apparently, though, the person who made him was killed? Yes. Um, Abraham Erskine, uh, who went by the code name uh, Dr. Reinstein. Uh, so I think uh, Marvel had used both names. For that guy, and I think there was a writer who came along and was like, "Oh no, his name is Erskine, but he was using the code name Reinstein um, for anonymity." But it's all the same guy. It's all Stanley Tucci in the end. <laughs> Did he die in the movie in the MCU? Yeah, he gets shot. Yeah. What? Well, when does he get shot? It's been so long and since during right right when right when uh, Captain America pops out. Right when Steve so pops who, out, he's all who, muscly. Who who kills him? A Nazi scientist guy. Not, I'm not a scientist. A Nazi guy. But were he, they like, shoots him and yells something? So it was all like, "Oh, we've been under, we've been waiting, we've been waiting undercover the whole time." Yeah. Okay. But because he's been killed, he's kind of the only one. That's the thing. If you're going to kill someone, maybe get their notes first. Get yeah yes. Get their notebooks with him their died. How to actually do this? Which yeah. is they had to kill him off because otherwise there'd be a billion Captain Americas. So uh, there's only one Captain America and because no, no one else knows how to make the super serum soldier. But not for lack of trying. And this is where things get very depressing. And the sad thing is the thing that's most depressing is this leads us into the uh, the next super soldier, Isaiah Bradley. Um, Technically an offshoot of Weapon 1. Of Weapon 1. This is still, we're still in Weapon 1 because it's trying to like recreate that super soldier formula. Now, here's the thing is if you're reading up on being like, I can imagine maybe some redneck or young child being like, this is awful. How can you write something where Americans decide to take African-Americans and just experiment on them. Like, that's not American. How can you write that awful thing? Well, it's because we did do shit like that. 
Yeah. We, like, this is very tu- much based on the Tuskegee experience. Like, as I was, I've read a, the first few issues of this, and it's called Truth. What is it called? Truth? Truth, Red, White, and Black. Truth, Red, White, and Black. I highly recommend you read this. Uh, it's only seven issues. It came out in 2003. But that's the thing. It's very much referencing the Tuskegee experiments. And if you do not know what the Tuskegee untreated syphilis, experiments yeah. are, please look that up. Because, yes, the CDC in America rubber-stamped lying to a bunch of black people who were who had syphilis hundreds. and purposefully hundreds and purposely not treating them so that they could wait till they die and autopsy their body to study how syphilis untreated affects the body mm-hmm. that is that is literally like that's a crime against humanity like that's that's like take them to the hague that is like horrifying and it wasn't until one person was like hey this is wrong this one doctor was like this is fucked up he went to the government and the government overruled him we're like no this is good we need to know this stuff so we're we're good we're good we're it's fine. just it's just black people that they're that gonna die it's okay and finally he had to leak it to the press and then the press got it and then they're like oh this is Oh, it was terrible. Oh, and it lasted 40 fucking years. 40 fucking years. It was the 70s. So that means you have to think about the civil rights happened in the 60s. 30s and 70s. 10 years after the civil rights, the government was still saying it was okay to experiment on black people without their consent. Horrifying. You want me to celebrate 4th of July? Fuck you. Fuck you. Uh, So that's kind of what this is based on. And so this is a story of how the government decided to recruit black soldiers to experiment to try and perfect the super soldier serum. And I only read the, I only got through the first few issues before we decided to record and where it ended off was a guy comes, shoots the commanding officer, puts as many soldiers as they could into trucks, Mm -hmm. drive them off and then murder. And then just shoot and kill the rest of the black soldiers that -hmm. couldn't fit in the trucks. Oh, yeah, and so I was like, "Well, this is just going to get a lot more depressing." This is oh, it get- will. I yeah. finished the series, and it gets more and more tragic. And in fact, I read an interview with Robert Morales, the writer who has since died. Uh, what? How old was that, he? Yeah, um, I think young. Um, I think he had died of cancer at like a, oh. like a youngish age. Oh no! And he said that he he wanted to pitch oh, I forget who it was to Axel Alonso I think he wanted to pitch the editor the most depressing like he the editor Axel Alonso asked him to pitch a story and he's like I wanted to think of the most depressing story cuz I I didn't want to do the work <laughs> I, wanted him, I wanted him to say no and they said yes and I wound up writing the story and the the, the final moment of the story is just so fucking tragic like it's yeah. Well, to give a give a, a brief synopsis of what happens after. Uh, so they, you you're you're reading about this ensemble of men, this small group of men, right? This this unit. Um, so it's multiple characters. There's Maurice, like the um, uh, uh African American man from the well to do family. Uh, there's the sergeant with the burned face. You know, there's the sociopathic guy. Um. So they all get injected with the super soldier serum and they all become super soldiers. 
it, it eventually whittles down to just one of them, Isaiah Bradley, who we know is um, Cap- original Captain America. And it's original because he was supposed to meet up with an also Captain America, Steve Rogers, um, for a mission. And Steve, for whatever reason, never shows up. So Because he was probably costume, racist too, the asshole. Yeah. The costume was waiting for Steve Rogers and... Instead, Isaiah decides to just put on the costume and go do the mission himself. And the mission is to stop the Nazis from doing their own super soldier experiment. Right. Um, So he does that. And long story short, uh, the super soldier formula he was given um, eventually deteriorates his mind. And he's basically reduced to like... um, the the mentality of a child yeah uh you do find out he's still alive he's still young uh because of the serum and he meets up with someone at the end who there's a whole plot line introduced in the middle of somebody sort of investigating the story of isaiah bradley because they happened upon it Mm -hmm. and that person is steve rogers so it's steve rogers finding out about all of this good and then going to visit um Isaiah at the end. And now, it's pretty fucking tragic. I'm trying to now, I'm trying to pull back my Young Avengers. Is Isaiah Bradley in the Young Avengers? Or is Elijah. it just his dad? It's his grandson, Elijah Bradley, is Patriot. No, but when there, there's an episode, okay. there's an there's an issue. No, because remember, he gets hurt and gets a blood transfusion. Oh, and yeah, ends yeah, up yeah. getting powers. Does he get that from his dad or from Isaiah? Oh, I don't know. That's a really good question. Because I think he is in the Young Avengers. I guess we'll have to yeah, figure that out. I don't out. know. We'll have to follow up. Um, I do know this, though. So the upcoming uh, Disney Plus program, The Falcon Falcon and the Winter Soldier, um, a lot of it is about Sam not accepting the mantle of Captain America because of america's reaction to a black man taking over as captain america Mm -hmm. and it's not until he meets one isaiah bradley that he starts to go on the journey of becoming cap oh so i'm excited and i just looked it up really quick patriot did receive a blood transfusion from isaiah oh so he was in young avengers as well amazing and that's how we got his powers. Which is that funny how they're like trying to recreate all of this stuff when it's like, hey, you could just take his blood and get a blood transfusion <laughs> and then you'll get the powers. It's yeah, the same it's like thing. She-Hulk. It's the same thing with She-Hulk where I'm like, why are not more people doing that? Because that, yeah. that's what happened to Amadeus Cho too. It's like, um, I if would, I was, um, would you? If I was a Genki, Genki Lee or Ned in the movies, I'd be like, hey, Peter. <laughs> or, hey, Miles. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, I mean, do you ever think like, um, okay, so if you had the, if the Hulk was a real thing and you had the opportunity to get Hulk blood transfusion and have super Hulk powers, would you do it? Hell yeah. You would, even though you would be green all the time. Yes. But you'd also be super muscly. Yes. Do you feel like you would now, would you, you would probably have to run it through by your husband first though. Um, I think he'd be okay with it. <laughs> you'd be like, hey, look at what my pecs will look like. And he'd be like, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He'd be fine with it. Um, well, that's weapon one. 
And that's what I'm telling you right now. If you want to, for 4th of July, if you're a comic book reader, please read Truth Red, um, Red, White, and Black. Please. It's such a good story. It's such a pivotal thing about the Marvel Universe. And and especially after being brought to life in upcoming TV. Yeah. And I will tell you this. It's sad and it makes you feel very uncomfortable. And you know what? White people need to feel uncomfortable right now. We need to feel very uncomfortable because we've been living comfortably ignoring atrocities for way too long. So we have abused so many yeah. people. So it's and time for us so... to confront things and confront our complicitness and and yeah. and do it. So there's yeah. a lot of trauma that <laughs> that we have caused. Yeah. Weapon two. Weapon number two. So this is the one we might have talked about this earlier when Phantom X initially walked us through Weapon Plus. You know, I think he said somewhere around here there was uh, experiments on animals. And I remember at the time, immediately as a reader of New X-Men, in my head saying, oh, my God, we three. Grant Morrison's Vertigo three issue limited series. We three. We three kings of Orient. Uh, um. I read We Three. Do you know why I read We Three? Why? Me? Because we talked about it on Comic Book Queers back the in like 2008. Show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember. 2008. Yeah. I remember. And it's so emotional, We Three. It's so simple and good and emotionally resonant. Yeah, it's very sad. Morrison has alluded to we three being weapon two um but other writers marvel has done other stuff i i think in an issue of squirrel girl they introduced weapon two and it was like a squirrel version of wolverine mm-hmm. and someone else suggested that um this like, uk limited series about animals and cyber gear brute force mm-hmm. was actually weapon two uh-huh. i don't know i want to go with we three or it could have been all of them it's the same thing with like if it was an offshoot. Sure. Like, like they 10. Were all, yeah, they all of the different animal ones were all. It was the animal program. Animal program. Now here, starting now, I just want to. Um, so this, we're at weapon two. And from what we can see is whenever you create a super soldier. What does it do? It rebels. It rebels. So at what weapon are you starting to be like, hey, maybe this is our fault. Like, maybe we shouldn't piss them off maybe so we much. shouldn't be doing this um <laughs> because it's literally they either become a superhero or a villain like it's there's never i don't see one weapon where it's like and then they faithfully remained with the weapon plus program like <laughs> no none of them they're like all right they well that one escaped that one escaped too let's start a new one like what are you yeah. doing <laughs> what are you doing um Weapon three certainly fits the bill of somebody who became a super villain, and that is the skinless man who I remember from Rick Remender's Uncanny X Force. Yes, yes. <sighs> and he was very for having a power that's essentially like gross, Mister Fantastic. Yeah. Um, he was very threatening. Yeah. Like he seemed very powerful. Yeah, and they were. I will say, I reading about him, I remembered that whole thing when they go to Otherworld with all the Captain Britain Corps, was yeah. very brutal. 
It was very brutal. And violent. Yeah. And, yeah. and with Jamie Brad and like Psylocke murdering Jamie Braddock and like, and all yeah. of them murdering each other. Body. But I forgot yeah. they flayed him alive and used yeah. his skin to make bullets. The Captain Britons did. Yeah. Ugh. What the fuck? And that's so how he became Skinless Man. Yeah. And he used to have skin powers, and then he trained his muscles to do the same thing his skin used to do, because he had no skin, just muscles. Uh, so gross. And so then that appeared in Uncanny X-Force as a bad guy, I believe? Yeah. Ah. Uh, anyway. Um, who do you have for four? Um, I'm looking at Wikipedia right now, and it says Man-Thing. It is Man-Thing. Well, I don't know who um, Man-Thing is. Yes, you do. What's, what's he who fears burns at the touch of the man thing? He's the nexus of reality. Google man thing. You'll be like, oh, but that what, guy. What, what comics was he in? Man thing. I, I did Google it. I saw the picture. I'm like, okay. He you don't know like that guy? Thing. He's well, up there with like the Silver Surfer. I don't read Silver Surfer. I, I mean, sh- like I'm saying he's a character of that level, of that caliber. Has he appeared with the X-Men or Avengers? Uh, then I don't know. Then I, I mean, probably. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Man Thing's very popular. He looks dumb. He looks like Swamp Thing, but with skulls. Well, there was a Weapon Plus series of um, Man Thing. He's very, like, he's very ominous. He's very brooding and silent, and he'll burn you if he touches you. Um, but there was a Weapon Plus series that came out last year, or, or like a few months ago. Where it's man thing with like a military helmet and like machine gun, like America. Fuck yeah. It's real stupid looking. I want to read. The, I, I'm surprised I didn't read that for the show, but I will. Okay. Do you know who Weapon 5 is? Um, who? Flash they use Thompson? symbiotes. Oh. Yeah. Is that I, the like, Flash Thompson it, it, like, one? Led, Agent Venom? They use, they use symbiotes, and then their experiments led to Agent Venom, Flash Thompson. Dumb. Yeah. I, you know how I feel about symbiotes. I know. I hate I'm so them. mad. So, yeah. next. Yeah. <laughs> ne- and did I say that the man thing was Project Sulphur? I just love that. Project Sulphur. Cap was Project it Rebirth. smelled like farts all the time. Well, Weapon 6, we've got Project Power. Project Power! Hell yeah! Hell yeah! I think this might be my favorite weapon. Luke Cage! Luke Cage! Weapon 6. And then how did and he escape? Was... Like, did he just like... Yo, I'm just, gonna way do out, my own... man. I'm just gonna do my own thing. Bye. Just punched his way out. <laughs> like, whatever the experiments that led to him. Okay, we're gonna... That, that's one of those, like, reframing. We're like, alright, who was experimented on by military kind of... Oh, Luke Cage was! There you go. Let's do that. I will say this is interesting because so many of these things are like dealing with World War II and then Vietnam. And now those like those don't track like you almost need to be like if these characters are still supposed to be the age they are. It now needs to be like Desert Storm and not the Vietnam War. (laughs) I know. Like the Magneto problem. Exactly. Where it's now. Yeah. yeah. We need to switch the wars because. yeah. What are we on now? Weapon seven? Yeah. This was introduced in the in Morrison's X-Men. I remember this character being on screen during these scenes when this was all unfolding. Uh-huh. And that's Nuke. Is Nuke the one who has the flag tattoo? Yeah. 
I yep, hated. Yep, yep. He was in the. Was it the other? It was something with X Force. He was in a recent comic of something. Okay. I think it was the one where it was Wolverine, Sabretooth, um, Warpath, and Domino. What were they in? Okay. Uncanny X Men. It was when the uncanny the uncanny X Men was ending before Hickman took over. Okay. There was one where it was Domino, Warpath, Logan, and Sabretooth had their own. Yeah. Comic, and I forget what it was called. Yeah. He's in that. He was in that, and I was like, "This is dumb." Although he just reminded me, I was like, "This is like a Trump. This is like a Trump supporter." Yeah, totally. Um, he's the first weapon to use adamantium. Oh. I read. Um, also, Jessica Jones on Netflix. Is Weapon 7? Uh, Nuke is a character. He's what? The, um, yeah. He's the, the F, what, what is he? The guy that like winds up using a lot of drugs and is like, he kind of, he was dating, he attacked Patsy and then he courted her. Oh, in right, one. right, right. Yeah. Yeah. That's Nuke. Oh. That's MCU Nuke. Um, eight. Weapon I don't eight. got. I got nobody. Yeah, it just says they were experimenting. Criminals, criminals and psychopaths. Yeah. So hey, failed. We'll we'll figure it out soon. Give us that book. Although it looks like they were still um, doing it for Weapon Nine, they were also experimenting on psychopaths because that one is well, a lady. Yeah, it's actually Project Psyche, actually. Typhoid Mary. It's Typhoid Mary. I love Typhoid Mary. That also came out. So this Weapon Plus book, which I think got disrupted by COVID, the pandemic or something. Um, I know the Wolverine and Captain America one shot came out. And that's where they had logos for like the other weapons. And that's where you saw Luke Cage's tiara under the numeral six. Uh, And you saw like a theater mask, half and half comedy tragedy under weapon nine so i don't know if these stories have been told yet or if they've just been set up yeah in that one shot anyway but it looks like weapon nine it looks like rob liefeld fucked a lot of things up from oh i ignored anything anything where it's like oh rob liefeld suggested that garrison kane is weapon nine i was like go fuck yourself i'm not counting that (laughs) Uh, yeah, so we're just going to ignore anything Rob Liefeld said. So then there's Weapon uh, 10, Weapon X. We still don't know who that one is. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> that one's Wolverine, Sabretooth, X-23. Would they all be Weapon 10? Yeah. And here's, I have a question. The Weapon 10, the weapon 10 who, program. What is yeah. Weapon H? Um, With I don't Hulk, know what is historical one. connection. Yeah, but he's half Hulk, half Wolverine. Yeah, is that connected to the Weapon Plus program, or is that supposed? To be I have no idea. It's I know it's connected to Department H, Alpha Flight, um, who may have been involved in Weapon X as well. I I don't know. I was turned off by the character. Yeah, I didn't give a shit. But I think there is another Weapon Plus one shot where it goes into the symbiote. Uh, it was part of Absolute Carnage. Right. And I think he was in that. So I think he's got connection to the Symbiote program, the Weapon 5 program. Okay. Maybe. All right. But yeah, Weapon X. I mean, you know, we've we've heard about it. We've loved it for years. We know it. Deadpool, Maverick, Sabretooth, Silver Fox. X-23. Yeah. 
all of them. What did you see for Weapon 11? Um, it just, that's the one where it says Rob Liefeld thinks that Weapon 11 was Garrison Kane, although he was called Weapon X. That's a better answer. Oh, what do you have? I found a thing that said, you know, Romulus, who was that mysterious patriarchal figure in Wolverine that was a big, huge bomb. Um, he was somehow involved in Weapon 10, involved in Logan, and, and he had some connections to, like, all the feral mutants. I don't know. Um, he experimented with the Muramasa metal, that only that metal that can kill Wolverine in X-23. Yeah. Um, he bonded it to the bones of who he calls Weapon 11, Dakin. So Dakin is Weapon 11. You could argue. Wait. Dakin. I thought Dakin, but Dakin doesn't have, Dakin has that metal bonded to his body? I have no idea. I was like, wait, what? He's always had bones. It's always bones. It's always bones. So maybe it didn't take. Plus, wait, 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 wait. When X-23 had her Wolverine comic, weren't they using that, that metal where there was like all of those other Like, and they were like, they were, they could die from it. Yeah. Yeah. And then he was like, he was vulnerable to that too. Yeah. I don't know. (sighs) So I don't know. Taking such a mystery. Well, we're going to find out more about him soon. In Can't wait. upcoming X Factor, where him and Northstar have a tumultuous affair, where Northstar's husband is accidentally beheaded while trying to enter a Krakoan gate. Yeah, accidentally. Mm-hmm. <gasps> if Dakin kill, I, I would love Dakin if he just killed <laughs> Northstar's <laughs> husband. Oh my god, that'll never Isn't happen. That terrible. Yeah. All right, don't you don't have to kill him? Just end their relationship. Yeah. I, mean, I love how I become give, like this. I love how awful where I'm just like, he's not even a mutant. Mutants just, just give Kyle a job. Just give him a good job. Yeah. I know. You're, uh. Or, or, or make Kyle a cheater. Make him the bad Ooh. guy. Or make him a villain. Like make him like an evil mutant. <laughs> oh my God. That'd be great. I think it would be great if he like Northstar is like, I don't want to live on Krakoa. I want to be with my husband. And then he like walks in like, hey, honey, I'm back early. And he's just in a meth gangbang. Meth-fueled <laughs> gangbang. And he's like that like, guy that like that guy that was uh, could have been governor of Florida. What's it? Andrew. What's his yes. Name? Yeah. He <laughs> that is insane. But I, I hate where it's insane. Like, but I hate how it's like, oh, you're going to be like the fact that was he even out when he was running for governor? No. <sighs> But that's the thing. This is what happens when you are in the closet and you're that repressed. You end up having like meth fueled orgies because you other than if you because it's like if you just came out, you could just be a normal person. Yeah, you can literally just make out with someone on a bench. Yeah. Instead, you just hold it inside. And I will say that's similarly was like I feel like when you have a lot more repressive countries with repressed sexuality where i feel like japan has a very repressed sexuality but their porn is very rapey or tentacle porn like their porn is like insane and it's because they on the outside they have to keep it all pressed down so it's like just live your life just be who you want to be it's unreal anyway um somebody who absolutely lived their best life is weapon 12 the huntsman because she broke free and 
um, had that really weird adventure on that train um, with those really weirdly characterized B-list X-Men. <laughs> yeah. That whole segment was so weird. Like, Cannonball and multiple men. Like, Doc Morrison, Morrison could not write that dialogue and sound um, anything but Morrison. It just it was weird. He used, like, British slang. It was, it was odd. Yeah. Um, so Huntsman is weapon 12, which leads to weapon 13, which is probably the third most famous, I would, mm-hmm. I would say, which is Phantom X, which I have Phantom a feeling X. Phantom X probably just sh- was like just a one-off. And it was one of those moments where it's like, no, this is an amazing character. Yeah. He's such a good character. Yeah. Great character. Um, you never know what's real and what's not with him, which I love. Although, where is Phantom X now? Well, there's going to be a giant size X-Men one shot. So we're going to find out yeah. what happened with him. I hope that explains the whole thing of like Xavier being put. I have a feeling Xavier then just was put back into a cloned body. Yeah, what I read was that. When it when he started, it was him in X's body, and then um, after getting shot in the head in X Force, he went back to a cloned Xavier body. So that was so all the stuff before that that was still Phantom X. Yeah. Oh, so that means Phantom X wasn't technically around or alive until then. So then, was he brought after. back too? I hope the one shot addresses that. Does Phantom X have adamantium? No. Okay. But he has all those different brains. Yeah. That's going to be complicated. Oh. And but his wait, nervous wh- system's wait, on the outside. But then what, the about, outside. what about Cluster? And where the, where she was separated. But wasn't she separated out from him? I'm not sure. Remember when, when Psylocke was fucking both of them? Yeah. I mean, clearly she was separated. I don't know what the but ultimate then, fate is. Yeah, though. I can't remember if they were brought back together or not. Ugh. Explain it, giant size X-Men. Explain it all. Or don't, because once you, then when you do explain a character's origins, it's kind of messy, just like Weapon 14, oh. the Stepford Cuckoos. Was it just like literally one line where they're like, it was the Stepford Cuckoos? Yeah, and 14. it was my favorite, it was my favorite reveal of Morrison's entire run, <laughs> where they were like, Weapon 14, activate. And I was like, yes! Uh, when, like, that was kind of the beauty of Here Comes Tomorrow. Like, so many little threads were tied and just by mention yeah like of course you can call me ernst dear yeah wait was the ernst was the ernst thing brought back then too yeah it's when cassandra nova was was leading the x-men yeah Yeah. she says to martha but then so and has that just been a race that's just been a race yeah um fucking whedon fucked it up I know, or and uh, like Austin, um, not Austin, or um, oh, Milligan or, or someone. They were like, um, "Shit, Cassandra Nova slime was inside. What happened to it?" I think it was Austin. <sighs> Grant Morrison gave you a bunch, and of then Whedon did the whole story of Kitty, of Emma, like brainwashing Kitty and making her think that she lived right, the whole life right, with right, Peter, right. and then she had to reach in and get the slime. So Cassandra Nova, I was like, oh. It's Ernst. I know, right. But also the fact that that then led the thread of where at the very end you saw her go into armor and then they never addressed that ever again. Never addressed it. Ugh. But All the, this shit. Did you read? You know what? Weedon yelling at people. 
We've been treating people like shit. I should have known when he left all these loose, dangling oh, threats. Oh, Aiden is being canceled. It's crazy. I know. Why? What? Did you read the details of what he was doing to people on set? No. Yeah. But he was being abusive. But that's the, apparently everyone hated him, and they all are very excited for the Zack Snyder release, saying that Whedon dist- like is the reason that that the Justice League was awful. Now I'm just going to say right now, I highly doubt Zack Snyder's cut is going to make Justice League any better. I mean, there's a reason Whedon was called in in the first place <laughs> because it was awful. Zack yeah. Snyder is awful and the only reason his only good movie watchmen was good is because there was already a script from beginning to end of sucker what punch of what the story the was supposed to be the stupidest movie sucker punch is the stupidest That's, movie I've you know ever what it is seen. we talked earlier about oh it's all just flash and special effects 300 sucker punch all those movies are just to show boobs and muscles and special effects with no point whatsoever. Yeah. You we watched Sucker Punch? I've only seen it in the theater one time. Isn't that the and one where they're like all I... in a mental institution and they all think yeah. they're super... And, and then they fantasize. And it's all like hot, hot girls shooting guns. Oh, it's so stupid. <laughs> well, um, did you read the Stepford Cuckoo? What was that? Uh, End song? No. War song? Yeah, War song. I did. We're basically, I mean, apparently Emma Frost had to go through early menopause. Yeah. Because they stole all her eggs. Yeah. And made a million uh, Emma Frosts. It's so yeah. funny and how the- she acted surprised where I was like, was there no point when there were five women that looked just like you <laughs> and had your powers that you were just like, this is normal. Was a coincidence? This is normal. Right. Uh, 15 is Ultimaton. I have, who Whatever. the fuck is that? Who's the guy in Morrison's thing? That's who they fight. Oh, right, 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 era. right, right. Yeah. Okay. Wolverine just guts him. Uh, and then I read that 16 is the all-god virus. Weapon 16 was a virus that attacked Faith. How about that? Yeah, good. <laughs> Fart. And then it turns out Weapon Infinity is Deathlock. So is that supposed to be in the future? Yeah. All right. But then there is something which finally makes sense called Weapon Minus. Dr. Mindbubble. Weapon Minus was finally like, it's to prevent the weapons from going rogue. And I'm like, well... You should have been thinking I mean, of this way earlier. Yeah, I mean, that's like sort of been the <laughs> fundamental flaw this whole time. Yeah. All right. It's like if you keep making the same mistake over and over again, yeah. it's your fault. We gotta fault. do something to stop him from going rogue. Okay. What is that? The the definition of insanity is... Uh, yeah. Different results, same thing. Uh, of, yeah, of doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. Like, it's, it's, it is kind of stupid. Yeah. And there we have it. Well, I mean, like, I just love that Grant Morrison had one idea that was, it's not X, it's 10. Yeah. And look what it opened up. Grant Morrison, you brilliant motherfucker. Brilliant motherfucker. And Grant Morrison, this let's just dedicate this whole episode to Grant Morrison. 
Yeah, this one's um, dedicated to Grant Morrison. Because did you did you see anything more this week, Brett? Hit it. Suddenly, Seymour, standing beside me. Beside you, sweet. Um, I did. Grant so Morrison. we had Doom the weirdest episode of Doom Patrol Fucking ever. For real. And this is the thing four. I'm telling you right now, Brett. I am going to read Grant Morrison's run of Doom Patrol. Yeah. I'm Wikipedia and I know pretty much what happens, but I'm going to go through it because it, are the sex men from Grant Morrison? Yes. They the are. Sex but men, in the sex men, Brad. I even, my the, head is like, is men. this a real thing? The sex men. This, I think, <laughs> might be my favorite episode of the entire series, Brett. <laughs> they were so the sex men are totally different in the book. They're these three like big blue skin jacked dudes that all they're like they look like clones of one another with like triangles over their heads. They're they're not the sex men that we have in the show, but the sex men we have in the show are so much better. What about the bad guy that they were fighting against? Was that a Grant Morrison character as well? Uh the yes, yeah. So that he um that character is the villain in the in the in the story that introduces the sex men and jane's persona of scarlet harlot um plays a much bigger role in the comic than she does in the show even though in the show she is featured does scarlet harlot have powers she uh, i think she absorbs psychosexual energy in the book so that's why it was weird to have hammerhead um the hammerhead persona ultimately Right. Be the one to take down the sex god. Right. In the book, it's the Scarlet Harlot persona who was introduced earlier in the episode. Yeah. Now, I'm just going to tell listeners, if you have not watched Doom Patrol, you need to watch it. It is one of the best sci-fi superhero television shows ever made. It is on HBO Max. And I'm going to say this right now. HBO Max is killing it. HBO killing Max it. is way better than Disney+. Plus. We Way watch HBO Max so much. We never watch Disney Plus. My husband is obsessed Although, with Aqua Teen Hunger Force. He's so happy. <laughs> I watched all those, but I haven't. I haven't watched those in, since the two thousands. Does it hold up? I can't imagine yeah. it holding up. Oh, it does. Okay, um, but let's take a brief, quick pause. The only time I have watched Disney Plus was last night. It's the first time I've watched <gasps> it in months. So it was to watch Hamilton. Me too. Did you watch Hamilton? Yes. Had Friday you night. seen Hamilton prior? I had in Chicago. Yeah. Okay. So you were like, are you're on the Hamilton boat? Yes. I I saw I think I suffered from way too much hype. Hamilton and, is a it's, it's a rather simple production. Yes. I think my problem was is there was too much there was times where I, as my boyfriend was like, I feel like I'm just watching someone rap a Wikipedia page. <laughs> there's sure. too many parts. There's, I mean, I'm telling you, it's brilliant. I do think it's brilliant, but there were too many parts where it's like, and then this happened and then we did this war and then we did this and then we did this and then we did this. Yeah. And I was like, okay, are you going to actually, can I just see the characters interact again? <laughs> that that was be my only complaint of it. Is, yeah. It was a little too, I wish it was just more about Aaron Burr and Hamilton's relationship. Yeah, I mean, it did use the opportunity 
to teach history. Yes, right? yes. But those parts I was like, no, 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 okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Get to a fun song. But if you chose, I mean, like the thing about Hamilton is, you know, it, when it was when it dropped on Spotify, I list like I, in my tenth time listening to it all the way through. You just it's so dense. Oh yeah. So I, mean, I had to watch, watch it. it we like, decided it, to watch it with the the subtitles on because it's so fast. It's just hard to yeah. absorb everything. There, you will have if you do continue to watch it and like have repeat viewings. You will have a oh, I'm actually really into the history this time. Yeah, viewing. Yeah. Oh, it's so dense with stuff. Yeah, but the music. There's so many songs that are really, 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 really good in it. So I oh, I've been singing um, uh, helpless. Yeah, all day. Ein is the the king the, the Beyonce the song the king songs. Oh, Jonathan um, Groff. I oh, so that was the thing. So I, good. I have never seen Jonathan Groff do it. I, um, I've seen Brian Darcy James do it. Yeah. Uh, I saw the guy who did it in Chicago, who I forget. He was someone who had some, he had a resume. Um, <laughs> I've heard Jonathan Groff do it a, countless times. I've never seen him do it. So that was lovely. What was it with all the spit coming out of his mouth? Yeah. Well, that one part when he's mad, yeah. it was a, it was a choice for the cameras. Um, I really like that song though a lot, but yeah, there's a lot of good yeah. songs. So that's the one. So it was it was a lot of good songs and then a big history lesson. So uh, it's great. It's great. But that's it's great. The it's only also thing I think Disney. the most but important is- piece of American theater in modern history. <laughs> I don't know. I liked Wicked better. All right. Anyway, and um, people. Oh, people are coming in to take me away. <laughs> Oh, no. My friend was like, do not say anything that you did not think was the greatest thing ever. I was like, no, I thought it was great. It's just not my favorite musical. He's like, no, it is your favorite musical. If you post it is not your favorite musical, you will be canceled. <laughs> that happened to me. A bunch of us um, in Chicago, like a ton of my theater friends and I went to see Evita. There was like 20 of us. And there's a friend who I loved a lot who she and her girlfriend were there. And like I went up to them at intermission and I was like, what do you think? And they're like, we don't get it. We kind of don't like it. And I was like, what? And then you stopped speaking to her. (laughs) Yeah. No, it it fundamentally changed how I saw this person. I was like, you fucking suck. I want to be and want to be in Buenos Aires. Big above. Anyway. Mm -hmm. um, But that's the thing. That's the only new thing that's come on Disney+. Plus. Disney Plus sucks. Yeah, but HBO Max is great. HBO Max is fucking killing it. There are so many good shows. I just watched Death Becomes Her last night oh, at one in the morning. Stop it. I mean, it's great. Doom Patrol, though, this show is so fucking good. And we're so, de- Go ahead. This show is mostly about the sex demon, right? This episode? Or was there another... It's about the sex demon, but it is also just diving into the relationship between Dorothy Spinner and the chief. And is he really a father taking care of her or was she just a prisoner that he didn't want to deal with and locked up? Yes. Oh my God. A prisoner in Danny's street. And Danny has an opinion. They think that Dorothy was a prisoner and Danny does not want to go back. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm, and he's like, I'm so can't wait for you to take her. That's right. I'm so, I can't wait for you to take her back. And Danny's like, oh no, 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 I'm not doing that. No, Danny's like, no way. But you were a prisoner did, and I'm not doing it. Danny, so Danny was a brick. Yeah. And then Dorothy, and then all of the denizens come. 
the Dannysons, yeah. The Dannysons come and uh, and they realize they, like they heal Danny through the power of song and, and party. They realize we have to have a party to kind of revive them. And uh, Dorothy sings the 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 um, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory Willy song, Wonka, which is amazing. It was so cute, and it kind so of good. opens up this like epic party. Which is great. Yeah, starting to work, heal. Yeah. But that is also when you start realizing, and it was a question that I asked. I'm like, why does she still act like a kid? And it's like, oh, because she was fucking locked up. She's never had a chance yeah. to grow up or interact with yeah. people. <coughs> and she was like, I'm 11. And Rita was like, you're 11, but how many years have you been alive? And she's like, 138. And she's like, well, I think you're old enough to have some fucking lipstick. And right. as soon as the chief sees her with lipstick, he's like, take that off. You're not old enough to wear that. Which is where you just start seeing how fucked up the chief is. I hate the chief, Brett. I fucking hate the chief. He's awful. He's, he's abusive. He's so awful. He's abusive. Psychopath. Yes. <sighs> he's a straight up villain in Morrison's run. Like, well, straight up. He's- he reveals that he didn't do it. It comes out in Morrison's run that he was responsible for their accidents, just like in the show. But not because he was trying to solve immortality to, to stay alive and protect and keep Dorothy out of trouble. He did it because he didn't like them. <laughs> he did it because he thought they were fucking jerks. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, my God. He's the worst. He's worse than Xavier. And the funny thing is, is like, hey, you want to know something? If you want... If he's like so scared of to her, view paradise, he's <laughs> he's so scared of Dorothy Spinner's candlemaker power, but he doesn't yeah. realize like if you let her grow up and mature, she might be able to to overcome it and handle it. Yeah, and help instead, her grow. And instead, he's like imprisoning her and treating her stifling. like a child and stifling her it's to the so point Republican. where she all she wants to do is make a wish to be free. So you're basically driving her into the arms of the candlemaker. So I'm like, this is not going to be yep. good. Short-sighted. And can I say how um, funny it is? The yeah. only thing I did like about the chief is how funny it was that poor um, robot man is so depressed over his daughter rejecting him. And then the chief is like, I can give your robot self ecstasy. ecstasy. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets robot ecstasy, which was hilarious. Yeah. And then he's the first to notice the sex demon that is attracted to uh Rita Farr asking Flex Mentallo to give her an orgasm like he did in season one using his Flex reality powers. And this is the weird thing. By the is, way, this episode, a lot yeah. of that guy flexing his muscles to do different reality warping things. And I'm like, are you complaining? Oh, I was about to say, I was like, um, no. yeah. What does, Loved it. but that's the thing is, how does he have sex? Because as soon as he gets an erection, he yeah. probably warps the world. Yeah. Like, even if he sees, like, a hot girl walk by. Yep. Up. Just up. A, a black hole just formed because that girl was hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, well. But the one thing I didn't understand is I felt like she's attracted to him. And he's attracted to her. Yet she still chose just for him to pleasure her using his powers and to turn away and not look at her. Yeah. And I yeah. I want them to explore this because I feel like the true way she's going to tap into her powers is she needs to fuck him. She needs to have a relationship. She needs to, open up. She needs to have yeah. a loving relationship. So I want them to be together. I totally want yeah. them to be together. Here for it. 
it's so complex and complicated. This show is doing things These so complicated. Are so it's tangled. so and it's so hard to pull off well without it being a total clusterfuck mess. Yeah. And still have that Morrison weirdness, like these delicious monsters. Who's is the person who's making this? Who's like the showrunner behind? Oh, it's it's great. It's it, no, it is it's Greg Berlanti. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. Faggot. Yeah, Sabrina. Of course it has to be a gay guy. <laughs> I would love to work for him. You know who his husband is? Robbie Rogers. Ugh. They just had oh. a baby together. Oh. That does make me bitter. How about these like, like film oh, and TV hi. guys landing? My job is I get to like make the Doom Patrol and Sabrina the Teenage Witch, and then I get to and go come home, home to my soccer player, to my gorgeous. soccer player, gorgeous husband, and then with my new fucking happy family. Mm-hmm. It's I like, hope he has uh, like chronic one, diarrhea or something. He the other no one is one like Dustin Lance happiness. Black. Like Dustin Lance Black is like, oh, I'm just gonna like make one movie about Harvey Milk and win some Oscars, and then go home and man, and then just fuck diver husband, fuck the hottest British person, the hottest thing on the planet. He is so hot. Have Have you you seen his his Instagram workout like during the pandemic? Oh yeah, all of his YouTube stuff, all of it. Yeah, he's so gorgeous. He's probably a psychopath though. Why doesn't Tom Daly just feel like a psychopath to you? Like a like, like a he's bad really, guy? Like he gets really mad and like very easily, like he's just easily like put upon. I get that sense that he's one who's like, we have to go home now. <laughs> like he's like that husband. Well, he's just so pretty. I'm sure no one's ever said no to him. Oh, or though, but that's God. the thing. Why did he choose some old guy? I so know. He has some sort of daddy issue. Yes. Mm. I bet you he's like that, but I bet you if you like went, I bet you the best, here's the way you would sleep with um, with Tom Daly. If you went up to him and he's like, please get away from me. And I'd be like, have you gained weight? You look fat. And then he'd be like, oh my God, make love to me. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Anyway, uh, Doom Patrol. (laughs) It's so good. So because Rita, Rita, Rita is coming and having memories of how f- her fucked up childhood. Of her mom sleeping with what? producers. To... Yeah. And like watching her mom bone producers to get her yeah. a career. Yeah. She, but her and orgasm. Like she can't come because of it. Yeah. And her orgasm is opening up some sex demon, which then calls the sex men. And the sex men are literally just ghostbusters with ghostbuster lasers for sex demons. It's. The funniest thing but they ever. Talk, like they, the way that they talk like seventies porn language. Yeah, like the way they speak to you is like it's on now. <laughs> it's so good. And uh, Jane is no longer in control, and the problem is, is they forgot the reason Jane's in. They're kind of like Jane. You don't have powers. There's no reason you should be in control. And they forgot Jane is the person who knows how to like get food live a life like she's yeah. the one that's like keeping she has the, the tolerance and the to patience keep the to body alive robot man yeah which yeah. is funny where the paint girl he's like she's like we're going to leave he's like where are you gonna go what are you gonna make money i don't know i paint <laughs> it's like oh shit none of them know how to do any of that <laughs> yeah yeah but i think it was who was the girl with the white eyes isn't she like the therapist religion starting ah uh, i know like yeah, she was yeah, the she religion starting up. one right yeah, I can't remember her name. And that's when they found out that a baby was going to be born. And when the baby cried, the sex demon baby cried, it would kill all children. And yeah. of course, finally, this was something that all of the Jane personalities cannot have. And so Jane is the or Jane's character, but it was Hammerhead 
who took control, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Basically shoved the baby back up the back coochie up the sex of demon the sex after, demon. After the sex demon births the baby, she unbursts it. Oh, it's so gross. Oh, my God. And then Danny becomes a tire? So Danny becomes a tire, which got me excited. Because, because that's because in... right now he's a he's a ambulance or car? Yeah, in Gerard Ways. He's uh an amb- he's was an ambulance for a while. Okay. So this is leading to him being or just they, a car. I'm sorry. <gasps> a car I, traveling. I feel like around. Danny using they pronouns is new. Um yes. Maybe ambulance, maybe something different. Um excited. This show's so, so good. Excited. I'm so happy. It's for so good. It. I'm so happy to have it. We're very lucky. We are. Thank you, Grant Morrison, with your brilliant very mind. Very lucky. Thank you so much. God, I hope WandaVision happens. What's well, going to I happen. hope it all uh, I it hope all it all will happen, happens. but eventually. My problem now is like how much are we going to have to sacrifice um plot and so that we can actually film things because people yeah. are having to rewrite stuff to film so that there aren't as many no people. Yep. I need kissing. Nobody's going to fall in love. No. Uh, but you know what? It doesn't matter to me because in Asia, where they have quelled it, they have started in Thailand. They have started yay! refilming all of my gay soap operas. So I will get all of my kissing through them. Yay. So happy. It'll, yeah, it'll be fine. It'll all come. Phase four will happen. But we've got Doom Patrol. And we're in July. We're two weeks. How many weeks away from an X book coming out? Uh, next week. I thought it was the twenty second. Um, I think we have X Force actually <gasps> next week. Oh, thank God! Yay! We need something, anything, even X Force. <laughs> All right, everybody. All right, darlings. Well, thank you so much. Thank you, Brett. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and thank you all for listening. Um, you know what? Please, um, if you like the show, leave us a little rating and review. That would be corking. Um, but literally, <laughs> in the meantime, just remember that if you read comics, well, that makes you queer. queer. Bye. Goodbye. Bye.